Welcome to the Sassy Soul Sisters Podcast. My name is Heather, and I'm a psychic medium, teacher, and intuitive healer. My name is Cody, and I'm a body-mind coach, massage therapist, and intuitive. We are here to empower you on a healing journey, whether it's your first step or your 800th step. Healing is a practice, not a destination. Join us as we dive into all kinds of topics in a sassy and soulful way. Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Cody. And today we will be talking about what it means to walk in confidence. Mm. So, question number one. Mm. Can you imagine a more confident life? And how would having more confidence in your life ultimately help you? Because we can talk about a lot of different subjects, such as confidence. But if we don't first ask ourselves questions about what does it mean to us? What would our life look like with more confidence? What would ha- how would it help us? If we don't examine those things, then we just listen to things, but we don't really apply it to our own life. Yeah, you have to kind of bring it home into the body and, and really contemplate it in your own life. Like, what does confidence mean to you? If you don't understand what it means to you, separate from the definition, it doesn't even really matter what the definition of it is in the dictionary. Right. You have to understand what it means for you in your life. So I can say for confidence for me in my life, confidence means really diving into speaking with my own voice, my own thoughts, my own boundaries, and going after the things in life that light up my soul. Not so much what other people think should light up my soul, but what really lights me up. Yeah. Or not listening to what other people think, you know, well, success looks like, mm-hmm. or a perfect life looks like, right. or having lots of money should look like. Right. Right. And I know that I am constantly growing. We both are. We, we all are. are. And we can always look And at, if you're not growing, you're dying. Just as a side note. Oh, yeah. There it is. It's true. You're stagnating. Like a tree in the mossy swamp. Just stagnant water. Oh, anyway, I really went there. Unless you really like the swamps, then that's your thing. And Go I for it. it. If you want to stagnate... More Do power it. to you. Do this it. video might not be for you, though. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. Um, and in that growing, I'm always looking at how can I be more confident? Because there's always areas that we're working on in our life. And confidence is one of those things that people really, they seek. And the confidence is within you. But having more confidence can definitely help me to keep achieving my dreams. And to also realize how my dreams can change over time. Yeah. What about for you? What is, what I was, is confidence? Similar to what she said, there was a point in my life where I realized, you know what? I'm not listening to my own voice. I'm mm-hmm. listening to everyone else's voice around me. Yeah. And their yeah. voices are telling me who I should be, how I should act, what I should do. And I'm not listening to my own voice. And so I really had a little bit of a, what I love to call come to Jesus moment, yeah. <laughs> where I got very clear on, you know what? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop listening to everyone else's voice. And I'm going to start listening to my voice. Right. And I'm going to start listening to my voice and acting on it before 
before I go ask everyone's opinion on what they think about yeah. what is going on in my life. Yes, preach girl. Because what I tended to do was say, oh, I have this thing that's going, I have this problem. Well, what do you think, Heather? And what do you think, mom? And what do you think, friend? And what do you think, sister? And what do you think? And then I would take from all theirs and then make a decision. But I never stopped to say, but what do you think, Cody? What do you think, body? What do you think, intuition? Mm -hmm. And stop asking all the people or telling all the people and trying to get their advice and their feedback before I listen to myself. And I even sometimes, you know, when, when I started the process, I would try and get my own opinion and then I would ask. And then I realized I was just falling back into old patterns. Because you judge, you then take your opinion and, and or judge your intuition it. and judge it against the other people, right? Exactly. So a part of confidence for me was actually learning how to listen to my own intuitive knowing above everything else and maybe even stop asking everyone else's opinions about my life. Done, period, don't care, don't want it, don't, yeah, no thank you, um, and listen to myself and experiment with what it means to follow through on my internal knowing and how my life shifts, what shows up for me. And when I turned, what, what turned out was I became more confident in myself, I trusted who I was, I trusted the decisions I needed to make, yeah. and my life had a lot more ease and a lot more brilliance that was aligned with what I truly wanted. So that was my experience. And, it, and it's really, it's not always going to look like what other people think it should be. Oftentimes or it doesn't. Oftentimes it doesn't. And part of that confidence level is you standing up and going, I so respect your opinion on that, but I'm not going to participate in that. Or I'm going, I'm going to go ahead and go this other way. And you got to trust me. Yeah. And those people that know you at your core, even if they think that that's not the way they would go, they're going to say, okay, Heather you know what? You go do that. And I'm going to stand over here and I'm just going to ask you, how can I support you? If you don't have those people in your life or people are throwing those opinions down your throat and they're putting you down because you're not following your way, you need to re-examine your circle. Yep. I'm speaking to somebody. Re-examine your circle. Re-examine your circle. So. So the, really, it's a really important, I think, in the beginning is you want to understand your confidence level and you want to get clear on your own voice. Get clear on the small goals you have in your life, the big goals in your ha you, you have in your life, and whose opinion are you listening to around those goals and how to make them happen. Right. So when we're looking at where your confidence level is, it's part of looking at that, have I been listening to everyone else? And, you know, where am I super confident in my life? Mm -hmm. What areas am I confident in? And maybe you're like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's nowhere that There's I'm confident. There's nowhere that I'm confident. In fact, we worked with a client recently, uh, actually together, because we do joint sessions, if you ever want one. We worked with a client recently who kept saying, I don't know. And finally, I had to just stop and yell at her lovingly. And Lovingly. I was like, stop it. You do know. I'm tired of hearing you say I don't know. Yeah. When are you going to start reexamining what you do know in these situations rather than constantly going to the habit of I don't know? That was for someone as well. <laughs> yes, it was. And one way to really dive in is you're going to look at your small goals and your big goals, knowing that small goals lead to big goals. 
lead to even bigger goals. It's all a building upon. And this okay. building your your smaller goals uh, to kind of fit in. It's kind of like, you know, you have this bigger goal. What are the small goals that kind of help you reach the benchmark of your bigger goal? It actually helps you build confidence. Those are the stepping right. stones for building confidence and trusting yourself and, and kind of leading your own life. Because I can tell you a year ago, I had some goals that, well, Cody and I both had house goals, right? And we've both had our things on our confidence level with our house goals. So mine was that I had told Cody when she was my coach, I was like, she's like, what is your big goal? And I was like, I want to own a house. <laughs> I mean, shrunk, I do my turtle, right? I turtle up when I get like in fear mode. And she was like, okay, you want to own a house. Okay, let's do it. Let's put it as a goal. And I was like, oh, oh fear and scared and everything. And right? oh my God, no, bored. Oh. And then she helped me build small goals. And all of a sudden, wambo, bingo, bambo, I'm a homeowner. What? Cody's. Her, the, her house of her dreams in their wooded forest land. I mean, it's like Snow White in the forest. Mythical, mythical home. Okay. I know. It's totally like, I mean, there's a whole house sitting there now. Yeah, we have a roof They have, even have crazy. an Instagram page. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's wild.ridge.farms. It's so fun. <laughs> But those things, these big goals that maybe at one point we we knew they were attainable, right? But we didn't know how to get there. It's the small goals and really being confident in our dreams that we have the power within us and the knowledge within us, the spirit within us to achieve these bigger goals. And it's really important when you're talking about goals, whether they're big or small, to remember to hold on to your goals Um lightly hold on to them lightly um i kind of talk about this in you you know some of our other videos is you you really you really want to hold your goals with an open palm ready to receive not with a closed fist can you talk about the butterfly i can so uh it's really important that you know if you're inviting something in you want to think about your goals your dreams the things that you want to receive like a butterfly so in order to attract butterflies um you know you hold your hand open to receive them but once you receive them you you don't want to crush it in your closed fist Mm -hmm. so sometimes when you hold on to things too tightly um or we or or we resist how it's showing up because we want it to look like something else that's actually holding it with the closed palm and it's crushing it's crushing our goals or our dreams not in the good way (laughs) right so we really want to think about that as, you know, holding it light as a feather is allowing it to come into our life and receive it like you would receive that butterfly and not crushing it. And it helps us when we hold things so lightly, there's a surrender within it. And people are sitting there going, Heather, what does surrender have to do with confidence, right? It has a lot to do with confidence. It's specifically surrendering and letting go of your fears. We got to let go of the fear. Because we got to, and we got to face the fear. Yeah. 
you can't really let it go unless you really sit with it, you allow it to be present, you listen to it. And I don't mean listen to it, like listen to it and then be like, oh yeah, fear, you're right. I'm you're gonna, right, okay. Come here, uh, buddy. <laughs> I'm not going to do the thing that I want to do because I'm yeah. scared. You know, it's, it's really listening to it and being like, okay, I honor you. I hear what you're saying mm-hmm. and let's dance because we're still yeah. going to move forward. Let's go. You know, you're not driving this car. You're in the back seat with all the other gremlins and you're eating your bonbons so that we can actually drive this ship. My favorite saying regarding confidence and fear is there's an old saying that says, when one door closes, another one opens. Well, there's a quote that also says, when one door closes, another one opens. It's the dark hallways that scare us. Mm. That's true. And that's a trust. Confidence is a trust that the universe is holding us and that we can hold everything so lightly that the universe will always take care of us how it is supposed to take care of us. Yep. And that it's our job to sit with things and process things like fear. Why is the fear showing up? Why, what does it have to teach us? And in a lot of ways that I wasn't confident two years ago and went through some crazy times, I have faced those fears. They were all there for a reason. Everything happened for a reason, and it's made me more confident in who I am today. And this can, you know, when you're facing your fears, it can also be important to monitor your progress. Mm -hmm. Look back at what you have accomplished. And I, I, I encourage this from the standpoint of what have you been able to do? Not what have you been able to do in comparison to where you feel like you should be, right? right. This isn't a in comparison. This is a what have I done in the last year? Has it actually been a lot? Have I actually up until now in my life, have I actually done a lot with my life? If I just look at what has been done, accomplished, you know, what have I created? What have I learned? What have I gone through? What have I survived? Yes. It's really important to kind of look at because those things can help you build your confidence where when you're comparing it to either where you thought you should be or where somebody else is that's in the same Mm -hmm. age group, the same bucket, the same whatever. Maybe they're not going through the same health condition that you are or they're not going through the same career upheaval that you are. And so when you're constantly comparing, it's not really serving your confidence. But when you're really observing and appreciating how far you've come, what you've done, that's in service to building your confidence. And so that's what we mean by like, monitor, look at your progress. Where have you been? Where, where, what has gotten you to this place? You know, it reminds me of like a lot of people don't celebrate, they were like, I don't want to celebrate my birthday, especially as we get older. And I'm like, Oh, why not? Because that's a confidence thing. It's saying, you know, what Cody was saying, it's celebrating. When you have that birthday cake or that cupcake or whatever with the stick of candle in it, light the candle and be happy about all you've accomplished, all you've made it through, all you've come through, how you've grown through things. It's so often we forget the most important part of anything we do in our life is celebrating our accomplishments, but it's often the last thing we do if we do it at all. Right. If we do it at all. Yeah. Oftentimes we're just moving on to the next to-do list item instead of celebrating what we have actually accomplished. So when you're working on building your own confidence and walking in confidence, one of the things I always give, it's like a 
homework assignment I give almost everyone <laughs> is celebrate your wins. Yes. And I want you to start looking at your wins as not the big ones. Yes, you know, a big win would be like, I got married, cool, woo! But did you get the dishes done today? Can we celebrate that win? Confetti! Confetti! <laughs> celebrate, turn on that music. Did you get out of bed and take a shower today? Did you make your bed today? Did you, you know, get the groceries done? Did you do all of these things and still manage to make dinner and take care of the kids and be present for yourself, celebrate the win. Even when Absolutely. they're small and mundane, it helps us to practice celebrating what we have accomplished so that when it comes to the bigger ticket items like the promotion or, you know, just a breakthrough within yourself or more consistent taking care of yourself or like you book that monthly massage, celebrate those as wins for you and how you are showing up in your life, how you're listening to yourself, how you're building that confidence. And this one, a lot of people won't like as much, but we have to celebrate our perceived losses as learning. Yes. And growing. Yes. Okay? Because oftentimes when something does not go our way, our health, business, career, our child's doing some crazy behavior, you know, whatever pressure you want to put upon yourself um, in that realm okay, so our health went a certain direction. Okay. And we perceive it as a loss. But how did we grow during that? How are we growing in it? What are how, we learning? Yeah. Can we celebrate those things? And in those times where we think there may be nothing to celebrate, that is the time to really get quiet and to listen because there's celebration all around us. Yeah. And it's hard to see when we feel that we are in a state of loss. Yes. It's extremely hard to see. But when we start to focus on that learning and that growing through those things, that then we get that enlightenment part. And that actually builds our confidence because it shows us that there's more to, you know, our perceived losses, our perceived failures than we first initially recognize. And so we get so much out of it. I have I had a really great experience that I kind of want to share, a story that I want to share. I was a teacher at the School of Metaphysics here in Kansas City, and we were working on building classes that we could teach, right? So I was stepping into a teacher role, I was building a class, and I remember, you know, kind of, I was also learning about myself as a creator, a manifester, you know, from the point mm -hmm. of mentally, emotionally, how am I creating and also physically, right? But it was kind of learning, learning about myself as a mental creator. And so I really wanted to attract and bring in 10 students. And I was really excited about that experience and I was all gung-ho. I was also very terrified that I was going to lose all my students or that I wasn't, it wasn't going to work out. But I just put that all under the rug. I was like, I don't want to focus on my fears. I want to focus on what I want. You know, that whole like manifestation mantra, focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Uh, <laughs> there's partial good to that. There's also a, a lot of bullshit in that. And I'm going to break it down for you here in a second. Because what I was doing was I was putting one under under the rug and I wasn't looking at it, but it was still playing out. It was still there. It hadn't been listened to, it hadn't been dealt with, it hadn't been acknowledged. So it was kind of like running in the background, right? It's kind of like the noise that's running in the background that's driving you crazy, but you're just gonna try and ignore it instead of just turning off the freaking radio. Then on the other side, I'm focusing on what I want. So what ended up happening was I attracted eight students 
was totally awesome. I was like, yeah, I did it. No, 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 no. Within two weeks, I had one, one student. Within two weeks, I had one student. Dun, dun, dun. And so I had felt like I had failed. And in that experience, I really, I was like, okay, wait a minute. Let me sit with this feeling of failure. You know, let me sit with this experience. And I realized, you know, this entire time I have been focusing on what I want, but I also have been ignoring this other energy that's been happening. that has been moving through my consciousness, which is my fear of everyone leaving or my fear of failure. Instead of recognizing both and kind of trying to come to agreement or really honoring both. So in that, what I learned and what I actually celebrated was I was a really powerful manifester because I manifested two realities at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's the power of our consciousness. And that's the power of conscious thought and unconscious thought. Mm -hmm. So when we come into, you know, really celebrating our perceived failures, we can celebrate what we learn from the experience. And I learned so much, so, so much from that experience. The next time I, you know, when I kind of worked on it the next time, I, I looked at both aspects of how I had created previously and I was able to attract five students. Mm -hmm. And over the course of several months, I ended up still having like three or four students that stayed with me for almost a year. That to me was a bigger success because I faced both sides of that fear. Instead of having the 10 and the amazing and full, you know, program and totally blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I just had this steady success. Because I learned how powerful I was previously, it actually helped build confidence in myself. So that's my story. (laughs) I love that story. So that's where it is important to visualize your success, right? But also be prepared to face challenges, to face failure. And you can visualize how you're going to face those. Are you going to face them with ease? Mm -hmm. Are you going to face them with confidence? But make sure that you're honoring both sides of, you know, the visualization game, which is if you have fears, if you have insecurities, if you have doubts, listen to them. It doesn't mean you have to act with them. It doesn't mean that they then need to color the whole show and change, you know, the theme of the whole story. Right. But they can inform you that there's something going on here that you just need to be present to, or you just need to wrap in love or have a little grace for yourself. Yeah, because we can visualize our successes, but holding them light as a feather, right? And being prepared confidently to face challenges means that we are more apt to come into those successes, though they may not look exactly like we had imagined, okay? So when my wife relocated here from Colorado last year and we were in the process of buying our home, a lot of things went just really great, okay? But number one, the process went a lot faster than we had imagined. Our realtor was Stephen Jennings. He's amazing in Kansas City. And he moves fast, man. If you want something done, he's the guy to go to because it moved fast. And we were like, okay, here we go, right? So we had a lot of things to figure out. And so we had visualized what we had wanted, and then there it was. And so being confident is when spirit, when the universe, whatever, says, okay, you've manifested, you're doing this, you're confident, and here you go, be ready to jump. Be ready to accept that into your life. Yep. Because often when it starts and then here it comes and we're going, we can get all those doubts inside of us that want to hold us back, all those fears. Right. And we have to stand confidently 
in this is what we visualized, this is what we want, and we are holding it light as a feather so we can make it happen, so that we can go forward into it. I mean, we had moving truck weirdness, we had weather issues, we had somehow Sandy got to Kansas City with a tiny trailer behind her Jeep that should have fallen apart on the way here. Like, I mean, there were all these things, but because we both said, let's flow with it, and we confidently said, this is our home, this is what's going to happen. We moved forward into that success. Absolutely. Confidently. Yeah. So we want to leave you with some actionable items that you can take moving forward to help yourself kind of walk in confidence or build confidence. So number actionable item number one is affirmations are fantastic. Use affirmations. Use affirmations yes. daily. You can write them. You can say them. So I have a thing that I do, okay? So who out there has... We, I use this word lightly because I don't really struggle with it anymore. But who feels that they're struggling with their weight, okay? I'm talking to a lot of people probably. Yeah. Well, a huge thing that pushed me into confidence with who I am in this body that I'm in and wherever this body, whatever stage it's at, is at least three times a week, I will stand... St- Dark beep naked in front of the mirror in my bedroom. In her birthday suit. In her birthday suit and tell my body what I love about it. Ooh. It helps. We have to, like, ladies, gentlemen, they, them, however you go in life, stand in front of the mirror naked and talk to your body. Yes. Look at your body. Appreciate your body. This is the only one you get, guys. This is it. This is it. You can change things about it. And, you know, I mean, I'm tattooed in different stuff and we can do those things, but we have to love this skin that, that we're in because our soul is sitting in this vessel. Yes. And, you know, you can start simply. I did this exercise with a client of mine a long time ago and she started with, uh, well, my feet are kind of pretty. And so that's where she started. Yeah. And that's what she started with loving. You know, yeah. I started with loving my hair. I love my hair. I've always loved my hair. So it was really easy for me to start there. You know, I didn't always love my thighs. didn't always love my arms. Now I fucking love everything. Um, so you start wherever it is in your body that you do love. Start with loving that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also affirm to yourself every single day, not only exercises like she's talking about, but using affirmations of, you know, I am confident and resilient in who I am. And I choose confidence and resilience in my actions. That's a really powerful affirmation that you can write down. You can say, you can put it on a post-it note, put it on the mirror. You can write it on the mirror. Um, I had a client who like she would every week, she would write affirmations on her mirror so that she would see them every single day. And she even got her kids into it where her kids would write down the things that they were grateful for or made them happy and they would put it on the mirror so that every day that they saw it. Um, So use affirmations as a tool to Mm -hmm. uplift yourself in what you want to create, okay? And we have to rewire. Number two. The negative thinking when it comes up. It's our job to rewire it. No one's going to do it for you. And we can notice this and we can journal about it when we feel ourselves going to the negative side. We all do it. We all do it. And we can identify also what are we going through right then, right? Are we stressed? Are we tired? Are we hungry? Are we bored? In the AA and NA programs we go through that we look at if we start to crave an alcohol or a drug or going back out into that lifestyle, 
that we really recognize. Are we feeling tired? Are we feeling hungry? Are we feeling stressed? Are we feeling bored? Those four main things, along with some other things, are main triggers for negative thinking. Yep. And negative actions. And nobody's going to be able to shift the shift that story for you except you. You know, I've worked, and this is also on the other side. You cannot shift anyone else's negative story until they are ready to shift themselves. You can't rewrite it. You can't. And you know, oftentimes we get into that where we're trying to rewire somebody else. It's not your job. It's not your job. It's not your job. And your job is to focus on this. And what are our thoughts? And why are we trying to rewire them? Yeah. What are we not focusing on within ourselves? Yes. And that will help you cultivate more confidence in yourself because it'll change your relationship with your own inner negative talker uh, or gremlin. And it will also take that responsibility of trying to fix or change everyone else around you so you can really take ownership of your own life. So watch yourself. If you're saying, I can't, Mm -hmm. I should um, what's another one? I don't know. Again, we're gonna go back to. But what do you? What do you know? Yeah. Why can't you? Can you reimagine it? Yeah. You know what is possible. I'm fat. I'm this. I'm that. Okay, I have a little tummy. That doesn't define who I am. It doesn't make me not beautiful, right? And it doesn't allow her to not have confidence. Exactly. Okay. All right. Number three, create a vision board of your goals, the things that you want to go after and start to take actionable steps towards them. Um, Vision boards are fantastic. I also invite you to ask yourself, what do I want to feel? Yes, you want that beautiful new car. You want this, you know, this amount of income. You want that amazing house. You want whatever. But how do you want to feel in that car? How do you want to feel in that home? How do you want to how do you want to feel when you have that amount of money? And how can you start to embody that feeling today? Because the money is not going to make you if I have $5,000, I'm going to feel this way. No, you're not. It doesn't work that way. Okay? If you're in this specific home, The home is not going to make you feel a certain way. It might at first, guys. But if you're relying on that home or that money or that car to make you feel a certain way, it's it's going to fade. It's going to. And you will end up in that state of limbo-y. Stress, boredom, want to get out of it, change circumstances. You're going to, you're going to, wherever you go, there you are. Yes. So ultimately you really have to work on how can you cultivate the feeling today, right now, with what you want to feel later. Like if you if you want the money because you're gonna feel more confident in your finances, how can you work on becoming more confident in your finances today? <laughs> what do you love about the car that you have right now? And when you sit in your car, how do you love it? You love how it drives. You love, you know, how comfortable the seats are. You love the sound system in it. You love the navigation, whatever, right? Or maybe if you don't like any of those things, but you love the memory of what yeah. it is got how it has gotten you to this place and you're yeah. grateful for that. How it transports your kids from point A to point B. That's something to celebrate. And you can start to visualize your new vehicle. 
while having appreciation for what you already have. And it's going to amplify and bring more confidence both to yourself and gonna bring those things to you. Right. So the vision board also teaches you and shows you how you are creating, how you are a mental creator, and that can help you build confidence in how you are creating in your life, okay? Yes. It's a tool to, to do that. So number four. number four, what's a way that you're gonna celebrate yourself each week? Let's just start with this week. What's a way you're going to celebrate yourself? This can be a tangible item, a bath, a movie, or simply writing about your week. Yep. And what you're celebrating. And what you've accomplished, it can be what many you've done, things. what you've learned. Yeah. So how our invitation to you, along with these other steps, is how are you going to um, celebrate yourself this week? Yep. And that's going to look different for you. So I really want you, if you're watching this video, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, wherever you catch us, I want you to really think about how can I celebrate myself? And it doesn't have to be a huge monetary expense. Note. It can be taking a book and saying, spouse, you watch the kids. I am going to go read my book for an hour and I'm going to sit outside and I'm just going to enjoy the nice weather. Yep. That can be a beautiful way to celebrate yourself and your life and to listen to your own voice and to kind of enact a lot of these things that are coming up for you. Okay? Ah, we so love doing these videos. Yes. We love doing them. And we really hope that if you love them, that you will like and subscribe. Please. And that you will share these with your friends. Yes. If you feel like you want to build more confidence in your life, you want to help others around you build more confidence, share this video with them. Um, and hopefully you got some amazing content from this. And if you really love the amazing content that you get from us Sassy Soul Sisters, please consider supporting the show and all that we do. Cause we do this out of the yes, love of our heart. Like we do, we just do this for fun. Yes. So you can support us with a small monthly donation to help sustain our future episodes. If you want to see us continue doing and providing the content and even more content to you guys in the future, you can do a small monthly donation and you can do that at anchor.fm slash sassy soul sisters slash support. And we will drop that link below. Very excited. And please tune in because next week, the topic that we are going to be diving into is something that is very important yes. to both of us, yes. especially Miss Heather. Yes. Um, it is building confidence in our children. So even if you don't have kids like me, I have lots of nieces and nephews. Right. It's important that the next generation builds confidence in themselves. So how do we do that? How do we do that as parents? How do we do that as aunts and uncles? How do we do that just as a community for yes. our neighbor kids or the kids that are in the community? It takes a community to raise a child. It really, it really does. does. It really does. Mm -hmm. So tune in for that uh, next week as we dive in. And of course, we also, if you haven't, know, if you don't know about it, we do cosmic weather reports every Monday. Yes. And so tune into that also to kind of see what the weather is looking like cosmically. Absolutely. So we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Sassy Soul Sisters podcast. Your place for exploring the inner soul healing in its many forms. Make sure to check us out on Facebook as the Sassy Soul Sisters. On Instagram as sassy.soulsisters. And on our website, www.sassysoulsisterskc.com. And as always, keep, keep it sassy, sassy and, and heal out loud. loud.